We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. They've raised the bar on Rochester Sports Talk. You're in the Sports Bar with Danger and Battaglia on the Sports Leader, 95.7 FM and AM 950 The Fan, Rochester. Yeah, I mean, the one position that we don't have a lot on the future is D-tackle. We, we, we don't uh, at this point. You know, um, if you were poking at something that, you know, the Bills would need to keep an eye on, that would probably be where you'd start. Pre-draft press conference today. GM Brandon Bean, Bills head coach Sean McDermott. Big news out of one Bills drive today, and we'll get to all of it with Matt Perino covering the Buffalo Bills for the Syracuse Post Standard. Matt, and I apologize in advance. I hear you had an unwelcome guest at your your live podcast over the weekend. I can't, I can't apologize enough for for Gene Battaglia just wedging his foot in the door, you know, peeking around the corner trying to get some mic time when, when you and Ryan work so hard to do what you do. Listen, um, and I'm just walking to my car. Uh, right here at the facility, and it's a little bit of a snowstorm. So I'm a little bit disheveled at the moment. But oh let me just oh. say, the bit is as fun as bits are, what me and Gino got going on. But I got to tell you, I saw him walk in the other night, and I was really touched, man. I mean, he drove all the way out from Rochester, showed some support, ate some uh, great chicken wings, and uh, I'm all out of breath. What a mess. But... <laughs> <laughs> um, you're just getting broken up. Well, let me tell you a story here, man. I don't know if you know this. So we're there, and I'm like, well, there's a couple people I want to say hello to because, well, we appreciate you and Ryan. And this is where it gets a little weird because you know people in you know virtual reality on social media. I've never met them face-to-face. So I walk up, and I'm like, Hi, Ms. Talbot. Hi, I'm Gene. Oh, hi. Nice to meet you. Thanks for coming. Great. And I'm like, okay, there's Caitlin. Now, I know her name from seeing you work with her on social media. So, like, I go up to her and I'm like, Caitlin, hi. My name is Gene Battaglia. Then she, oh, your show is very funny. I take that as the highest compliment. Danger, on the other hand, over <laughs> here says, no, it's like kind of like, oh, that's it. You're, you guys are cute there. Yeah. So I think that's the best compliment we could now, ever get. And I'm saying this, Matt. Understand, I'm not there. So I don't know her context. I don't know her tone. You know, I could just imagine Mrs. Perino seeing the guy from Rochester show up and just kind of dismissively like, oh, yeah, you guys are fun. You guys are funny. Go back to Rochester now. That's the neurotic in me what can i say 
Um, no, that was 100% genuine. Um, she is, whenever I do a radio hit, she always pulls it up, especially if it's on uh, one of the Odyssey stations. She'll pull up the app and listen. So she's about as avid a listener of shows as wives go. And I'm pretty sure Joelle is the same way uh, with Ryan's hits. And so she she's very educated in terms of what shows she likes and what shows she doesn't. Um, and so she told you that, Gene, that Mrs. Perino does not mess around. Mrs. Perino doesn't placate people. So you got the real deal. Well, Matt, appreciate it. It was a lot of fun. And uh, next time you guys uh, do that, we'll have to let everybody know. Um, Matt Perino, Syracuse Post Standard. What a day uh, to have Damar Hamlin just talking to you and other members of the Buffalo media. What was that room like today, just hearing Damar uh, for the first time face-to-face? Yeah, it was, uh, I think there, there started to become some, like, murmurs um, after we heard from Brandon and Sean that, you know, once the player started, that, hey, this might be finally the day that we get a chance to sit with DeMar and talk about what he's been through and obviously more so, like, the events of the last couple of months um, and, and coming to the realization, the decision that he wanted to continue to play. And it was... You know, it's hard to take the smile off your face watching him come out there and get a chance to talk about just the real possibility of him returning to the game that he obviously loves and something that even though it put him through such an awful, awful situation, something that he's looking at and getting back. And, of course, it's about the game, and he loves the competition, and he loves the game. But what I took away from it today was just how much everybody in that building meant to him and what he's missed since, you know, I mean, he was in the thick of a season with all of them. And and then, of course, like the health part of it is, is the one piece. But then there's the, you know, the family piece to it all and just wanting to be there with your brothers through all of that uh, part of the season. So I think he's just to be at voluntary workouts, you know, working out with them, being in the building with them, uh, back in some type of normalcy. I just, you got the sense that it was a really, really special couple days here for him. Matt, we also uh, heard from Vaughn Miller, uh, who's at the voluntary portion of the uh, off-season program here for the Buffalo Bills, and it sounded like he was optimistic to make an early season return. Did you get a little bit more clarity on that in terms of what that window might look like? What was your take on what Vaughn Miller had to say today? I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, he's so, like, laissez-faire about everything that it's just like if you, you kind of get the sense that they're going to roll the ball out of training camp and he's going to be good to go, right? I mean, he's been working out. Uh, you know, he said he talked a little bit about his golf game and how that was a kind of like a step or a box that he wanted to check, be able to go out there and, and move around. And it just seems like it's every single day it's getting better. And um, I think we don't, we won't really know, even though this is the second time he's been through it. He's been, he's Von Miller. He's a superhero. He's been through everything. But I think once you get to ch- to camp and he's actually having to do some football stuff, there might be setbacks still, right? Like, I mean, Tremaine, or Tredavious White, even after he got back to the field, I mean, there was plenty of stuff he had to kind of conquer before it was back to all systems go. So um, I, I think it's going to be – he's going to continue to work on it, and we'll get a better sense of where things are in summer. Yeah, uh, our, our first uh, time we've heard from Josh Allen in this setting, too, uh, since the season ended. And I don't know, uh, judging from the pictures there, Matt, if he's had a haircut uh, in between now and the end of the season. But um, all kidding aside here, what uh, what were your takeaways from the Bills quarterback uh, as uh, he's gearing up here for another season? You know, a couple things. Like, I thought it was interesting, like, you know, first and foremost, him 
really setting out how much of a, you know, a drain it was to go through for him. Uh, there were so many highs uh, of losing in the playoffs the first two years, but I don't, or the 2020 and 2021. But you know, I think when you when you sit down and think about everything that he's been through from the start of the season, you know, he's really good friends with Dawson Knox. Um, you know, him losing his brother um, through like the injury, the Demar Hamlin situation. Like, you really got the sense that. You know, from a physical, mental, and you know, emotional perspective, he was really put through it. And so I asked him about, you know, what's your off season been like? You know, what have you what have you done? You've talked so much in the past about your time with Jordan uh, Palmer, and he's like, to be honest, I mean, most of the last couple of months have just been about rest and recuperation from what was a really challenging season. And so he said, what's come out of that is he's landed a place where he's the most focused on football he's ever been uh, in his career, which I think is kind of a scary thing for the NFL, but also a lot of talk about him understanding, you know, where he's at in his career, you know, 27 years old, he's not getting any younger. It's going to become more challenging to play the style that he plays and he knows it. And so it's about, you know, coming in and figuring out a way to, you know, remain the same player, but to be a little bit more, of an effective decision maker with his body at times. And even, you know, went as far as to say, like, listen, if it's, you know, second or third down and, you know, I get two yards and I want to get, you know, a couple more, I got to be okay with living to play another down or even maybe letting the defense come out and, and, and make a play, uh, which I think is, is growth. It's maturity from a guy that he does like to just go out there and just go into, uh, I don't know what you want to call it, just like beast mode, I guess. Matt, um, you teach uh, journalism over at UB. I think this is kind of a case study here because we—if you are a public figure the way Josh Allen is, where is the line where we know something is up between uh, the the woman he's been dating for so many years? Is that any of our business? Would you say, mm-hmm. or it's a fine line, is it not? He's more focused on football now than he's ever been his entire life. Right. That was his his quote. I mean, that kind of leads to something, right? Yeah, I mean, I definitely think there, you could make that connection. Obviously, those rumors are kind of swirling. You know, I guess where I land on it is you want to give a person the kind of runway to handle something like that in the public eye in the way that they want to handle it. And he's always been a guy that, you know, he keeps pretty private. And, you know, eventually I think – if someone were to ask that question, I think it's, I think it's fair. Um, I don't know if this was necessarily the time. And I don't know, from a personal perspective, me thinking about like, if I was in that position, it's something that's pretty recent. And it seems like if, you know, all the rumors or whatever you want to say is, you know, or how people are deducing this uh, is true, then it does seem to be pretty recent. I don't know, man, that's, it's kind of a, a, it's a gray area, but I do think from a journalism perspective, the question is valid because he has such a prominent role in the community and she did, you know, um, and, and does. And I mean, when you're getting articles written about you in TMZ, when you go out to dinner on a, on a night in, in California, or, you know, I, I remember uh, early on in his career, there was a story 
uh, about just uh, who he was dating, right? Those kinds of things, you know, you, you just, you're in a different um, part of the conversation. Uh, I think it might eventually come up. I, I just don't know if today was necessarily the day for it. Hey, Matt, uh, we heard from Sean McDermott as well, and um, I, I was hoping you could p- kind of paint a picture because I know a question was asked, and it points in the direction of a prospect that we've kind of been planting our flag in here. Like, if we believe the Bills are going to do anything if they stay at 27 or maybe they back out of 27, that Jack Campbell would be the apple of Sean McDermott's eye, knowing that he's been working out with Luke Keekley, and then today having the question asked if Sean McDermott has spoken to Luke Keekley about Jack Campbell. Uh, uh, there, there was a report that, that that he had kind of smiled wryly as if to say, yeah, no, I haven't talked to him, but we all kind of know, yeah, he has talked to him. What, what was your take on that question? Yeah, I mean, that's just it. it there's no way, shape, or form that that Keekly connection isn't going to be vital to the scouting process. Because not only do they have that relationship going back to Carolina, but it's a recent relationship that they've maintained. I mean, Keekly comes in, uh, during the uh, offseason at some point or during training camp the last couple of seasons. And, you know, they're, they're very, very close. I mean, you know, the, some of the best years of his career, Keekley was with Sean McDermott. And obviously the, you know, the respect and admiration he has for Brandon Bean, the relationship there as well, these are all important pieces. And it just so happens to be at a position of extreme need. And if you want to talk about it from, all right, you're Sean McDermott, you're Brandon Bean, you're going into the draft. You want to keep as many cars close to the vest as you can. You know, you're not really going to want to, you know, you're going to want to really talk up what you already have on the roster. And they've done a good job of that. I mean, they, they will tell you every which way that they're perfectly content going into the season with Tyrell Dotson, Terrell Bernard, Balen Specter, even, and A.J. Klein, uh, who I honestly, I do think they could get by with that. But I don't think that they're the kind of regime that is about the let's get by with something. I think they're the kind of regime that's like, let's find A, an answer, or somebody that we kind of believe in, that we have intel on, and go from there. And I'll be honest, I, I, if, if they're sticking and picking at 27 with the players that I think are going to be off the board, we're doing a mock draft at uh, the CBS um, at, at WIVB here, and then the CBS affiliate in Rochester will air in Syracuse. And my pick at 27 is Jack Campbell. I think yeah. that there's too much smoke here, and I think that his answer today and the way that, you know, you don't, you don't get like a pronounced giggle or chuckle out of Sean McDermott very often. And Joe Viscalia got that today with that question. Yeah, that might be a tell. We don't know. Um, another thing that Joe floated out there on Saturday night, Matt, I want to get your thoughts on this. Do you subscribe to the idea that it's possible that Campbell will be there when the Bills select in the second round? I don't. I, I think 59 is too far of a climb, and I don't know if there's enough players at other positions that'll, that'll fill up that, mid, that early to mid-second round area. And, you know, the, the thing, too, is you've got to remember Trenton Simpson, the kid from Clemson, while a really fun, good, talented prospect – there is some uncertainty about where his fit is in the NFL. It, a lot of people want to say he's a middle linebacker, but there's a lot of critics that would say his best fit's going to be on the outside, and that's going to be a transition for him. So if that's the case and that maybe pushes him down, that, maybe, that definitively puts Drew Sanders 
from Arkansas and Jack Campbell at the top of the class for interior uh, linebackers. So I, I, I just don't think that you can, you can gamble if, if, if the player is there and, and, and I got to paint this a certain way. I think that going wide receiver is a viable option at 27, but it's got to be the right receiver too. Like we're probably talking Addison, Smith and Jigba, Zay Flowers. Um, and, and that's probably it at that spot, uh, depending on if they have another high grade on somebody else. But the way Brandon Bean was talking today, I don't get the sense that they do. Maybe a Jalen Hyatt who came in on a top 30 visit, but maybe he's more of a second-round target. Yeah, and, and is the idea that they haven't brought in Campbell for a top 30 visit another tell, that they've already kind of fallen head over heels just based on the other elements of the pre-draft process? Um, yeah, and... I don't know. Like this whole process is a guessing game from the outside, right? Like we're all trying to figure out, okay, um, why did they bring in this certain player? Why did they have these conversations at the combine? And ultimately, sometimes these things, you know, we'll, we'll learn after this fact that you know guys were in the mix that weren't even on anybody's radar. So it's, I don't know, it's it's uh, smoke season, the best season, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Matt Perino, Syracuse Post Standard, our guest here in the sports bar. Um, we, of course, uh, you know, we've asked you frequently, um, and still no word on, on on training camp here. And I, I would think an announcement. We were speculating earlier, Matt. Is it insurance? Is it the length of the term, Matt? I, I'm I'm surprised that we haven't heard anything by now. And the fact that we haven't heard anything uh, leads me to wonder if this is actually uh, somewhat in jeopardy at this point. It was a weird answer today, like, um, and, you know, maybe Sean didn't have anything and Brandon wasn't asked. I'm sure it'll come up again sometime during draft weekend. I refuse to believe this, though, boys. Uh, I'm going to have uh, have to write a very strongly worded letter if that ends up being the case because, you know me, I'm a big proponent for the trip out to uh, Pittsburgh. Uh, But, yeah, definitely um, if you're waiting and you're you're hoping – Usually, I think we kind of know by now. So, yeah, definitely interesting development. What are you and Ryan working on this week for the pod? And, and what's left here on the calendar leading up to a week from Thursday? What can we expect here from the Bills? So, right now, uh, nothing else from the Bills. Uh, we'll be, I'll be at the facility next Thursday, obviously, for the draft. Uh, we have a bunch of draft content uh, up over at the, uh, on all the podcast platforms. Gene mentioned it. Uh, we were out at Wingnuts. We did our draft special uh, with Joe B from the Athletic. Uh, we t- we basically like did a deep dive on seven potential scenarios and some of the spider webs off of those scenarios. Uh, it's worth your time. About an hour and five minutes. Uh, you can uh, download that on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, and it's available on YouTube, Facebook, and, and Twitter as well. We'll have a couple shows this week. We'll have a bunch of shows next week. Uh, a bunch of draft talk and. It, like you said, G, or Mike, it's going to change. Like there'll be more reports over the next couple of days, uh, in the next week, and that's going to change the thinking as well. So it's just all—it's being about your pivot this time of year. Yeah, Matt. A confession here as we we sign off. I had a pack with my wife and my son because when we pulled up to the Wingnuts location on Niagara Falls Boulevard, we realized <laughs> really quick. Hold up. This doesn't look right. (laughs) So I I would just say, like, hey, for everybody out of town, 700 military. This is the location. This is where you want to. Because, you know, some of us just don't know Buffalo all that well. No, that's a great point. And 
one of the issues is so when they went in with Frost, um, they, they call it Wingnuts North Buffalo, but because they want to market it that way, which is great. But with the only Wingnuts that comes up when you put in a Google in the yes. Google Maps or whatever is that Niagara Falls Boulevard location. So. I don't know. Big things I hear are, are in the works. Uh, Wingnuts, is, it, it's just growing by leaps and bounds. The origin story for this place and how it was built out of uh, Knights of Columbus and a, and a couple of air fryers, it, it's really cool to where it's come, and they have such big plans for it. We're pumped to be uh, partners with them now. And a uh, monthly event. And they're even potentially coming to Rochester for some type of pop-up event. Uh, we'll, ha- we'll have a live show there hopefully in a couple months. Oh, that would be a lot of fun. But here's my, my word of caution for Wingnuts or any Buffalo-based franchise. That, that it, for whatever reason, the Buffalo franchises don't translate to Rochester and the Rochester franchises don't always translate I, to Buffalo. Yeah, I, that, that would be like, and I'm sure they know this, like the Anchor Bar did not work here. Duff's. So Mighty not, Taco didn't work. Mighty here. Taco was not a, was not well, a I mean, Mighty, it was a hit for a, a period of time, but it, it went away. Yeah. Let's be honest, guys. Muddy Taco shouldn't work anywhere. But Damn you! Damn you, Matt Perino, and your body is a temple, and you can't eat a little bit of garbage from time to time. Nothing wrong with a Mighty Taco, Matt. Here's the thing. Wingnuts is not coming to Rochester yet. Uh, I more meant like um, they're going to do like a... I, I guess you would almost do like a food truck situation, ah. and we'll do like the live show. Okay. It'll be like an on location during camp type of thing. All right. We're, we're interested. We're a part of that. We want to be uh, involved however we can, Matt. Appreciate your time as always. Uh, congrats on a great event over the weekend, despite Gene's best efforts. And uh, we'll talk to you again next week. Gino, one love, brother. All Thanks right, again. You, buddy. Thanks, Thanks again. Matt. Yeah. We'll see you, buddy. There is Matt Perito of the Syracuse Post Standard covering the Buffalo Bills. Always go with this time to join us on a Tuesday and get us all the latest happenings out of Buffalo and, and a big day today with that announcement that DeMar Hamlin has been cleared to return to football. What is the biggest franchise from Rochester that ever went into Buffalo? I mean, Wegman's top of mind, yes, but I'm saying has there been like a chain that has gone into Buffalo? Bellas? Hmm? Yeah, that's a good one. Is Delta Sonic a Rochester or a Buffalo franchise? I think it's an Albany one, if I'm not mistaken, uh. so that doesn't... Uh, the Bellas would be one I would think of. Didn't Bill Gray's Bill or Gray's Tom Walls w- try to get get into Buffalo? Bill Gray's was on the uh, were they outside of Clarence? I still believe they are. You still think they are? Yeah, I have to look that up. Yeah, we got. Yeah, it's it's a weird thing. I mean, it's just it goes to show you that as close as we are in proximity, they are two very different cities. And I work with people in Buffalo. You work with people in Buffalo. The yeah. people in Buffalo and the people in Rochester are just slightly different as well. It's it, it, we're not we're united by by some things, including sports, but we are different in our personalities. Each city has its very own unique personality. I would think so. Yes, and don't talk to me about Dingus Day. I don't care. <laughs> don't care. Uh, great stuff from Matt Perino. Taking a break here. Coming back with I'll drink to that. Some takes on tap in the sports bar. Yeah, I, I mean, I pre- appreciate Matt and the way you've got to be kind of delicate when you're asking somebody about their dating life when you're talking football. But I've got thoughts on, on, on the story about Josh Allen and what this it could actually mean potentially on the field. Also, Danger, who is the most underutilized broadcaster in sports today? It's um, Marv Albert's son, Kenny. That is... Brother. His brother? brother? It's his brother? It's his brother. It's his son. No, it's his son. K- 
Ken. No, no, now you got me confused. <laughs> yes, it's his son. You don't know. Yes, You're confused son. because nobody knows. No. Everybody, Kenny Albert is Marv Albert's son. son. And you thought it was his brother. I thought it was his brother. No, that's his son. <laughs> No, it's I, not him. No, it's not him. But oh. the, but I the, this person is going to make an appearance tomorrow night. And actually, I'm going to make an appointment television. Okay, uh, I've got a six pack of best bets to share. Uh, my favorite plays from tonight's action in the NBA, NHL, the Stanley Cup playoffs, and Major League Baseball as well. We call it the danger zone. Danger, Will Robinson. Danger. We'll fire it up and share those plays with you next with I'll Drink to That. Namrix head coach Seth Appert joining us at 425 as well. You're in the sports bar. Danger and Bataglia on the fan Rochester. Odyssey has sports for every fan. Keep up with your favorite teams from across the country and get the inside scoop from experts. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Odyssey. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.